In this episode, let's start where many founders, especially first-time founders, start by immediately reaching out to investors for money. This is often done before you have much to show for it, sometimes even before you've launched. It's a very common mistake that less experienced founders make, and due to their lack of experience, they usually don't have a very strong investor network to start with. So they do what in our business is called cold outreach, or cold intros, or cold pitching. Yeah, do you get it? It's damn cold, much like a polar bear's toenails. I know this is true because every single day I personally receive anywhere between one and five cold pitches. That's an email from a founder with whom I have no previous relationship, and likely they just scraped my email from some awful database somewhere. That's every single day for years now, and until I imagine the end of time. It is relentless. And I'm not even a very well-known investor. I can't imagine how much cold outreach a top investor might receive. Their inbox must be a minefield full of very, very pathetic emails from founders they'll never work with, let alone even respond to. Now, 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 I don't want to poo-poo on all those finely crafted, albeit desperate emails you founders are working on and sending out every day with a hope and a dream attached to every single message. I do, however, want to encourage you to stop. Stop wasting your time for your own sake and for my poor, poor inbox. Here's why. Firstly, and I'm trying to be honest here and not mean when I say that these emails, yeah, they're super pathetic. Almost no investor worth their salt is going to give them a chance. They know, perhaps somewhat snobbishly, that if you had something special, a lot of traction, or a really impressive background, you wouldn't be sending out such emails. In those cases, investors find you, not the other way around, or they do the opposite of a cold outreach and they get a warm intro. And on that topic. That's really how the best companies fundraise. They first create the excitement either in the form of building their core product or with traction. My old boss, Dave McClure at 500 Startups, used to always say there are only two types of pitches in the world, a traction pitch and a vision pitch. Take a wild guess which one gets funded more often, especially at the very early stages. By far, the majority of cold pitches that I get in my inbox they're the latter, a vision pitch. That typically takes the form of a very long, rambly email with very little substance. I stopped reading them about halfway through, to be honest. I think if more founders with traction just put the damn traction number in the subject line, maybe their cold pitches would be more successful, but I digress. Now, let's wrap on this thought before I go on too many tangents, just to say that sending a cold email, it often makes you look like a total amateur. And we work in an industry that is mostly made up of amateurs. However, in this case, it's a form of noob that is less tolerated and you should probably stop doing it and instead save that time and energy building your company, recruiting talent to help, and of course, generating that elusive traction. But of course, I know you won't listen to this advice and you'll still persist. You're a stubborn lot, founders, but that's also one of your most endearing qualities. So let's instead shift to how you can at least send better cold emails. By far, the biggest issue I see with cold pitches that I receive, it comes down to one thing, relevancy. These pitches often have no relevance to me, my history, or what I'm looking for. I'm sorry to say that I will not be investing in Pakistan's largest event ticket platform or the leading marketplace for hot dog kiosk franchises. Yes, these are actually pitches that I've received recently. Further to this, and specific to me, if my last investments have been into Norwegian companies, where do you think I put my focus? Yep, unless you were also born with skis on your feet, I'm probably not going to be that interested. For most investors, it takes about five minutes of research to learn a little about them and what they find interesting. Thankfully for founders, us investors, well, we just can't stop talking about ourselves in the form of tweets or blogs or <clears throat> uh, podcasts. So instead of using a huge net to try and catch an investor, try using a fishing rod or perhaps even better, a spear. That way you can be super precise with your outbound 
on time and your efforts. This also allows you to tailor each message and play to one of our biggest weaknesses as an investor, that being talking up our egos. Second to relevancy, the other main issue that I see with cold pitches is you're likely reaching out way too early. Most cold pitches that I get, they're pre-launch. Almost no investor and certainly no venture fund is going to fund you at this stage, least of which some investor you have no history with. The only founders that get funding pre-launch are the ones who have proven themselves already, usually in the form of a previous exit. If you fall into that group, you're probably not sending out cold pitches because your previous investors or your existing network are happy to back you again. You know, it actually makes me a little bit sad to get these pitches because I know how much time you're spending chasing investors when instead you should be tracing traction, users, or revenue. I know you've been seduced by all those headlines of so-and-so raises $10 million and startup that is changing the blah, blah, blah in some way raises a bunch of money. It may seem like there's so much money slushing around, you're bound to capture some. Unfortunately, this is not the case. And those big rounds happen due to hundreds of factors, few of which you have control over or the ability to leverage, especially at your current early stage. So yeah, sorry, not sorry. It's just not going to be that easy, I'm afraid. There's something else important to talk about that I think those who send out cold pitches just don't understand. That being the motivation of different types of capital. For example, if you're pitching a fund, you have to show them why this will be huge. Their incentive structure only works if you 10x or more their investment, commonly by creating a business that's worth at least $100 million. Anything less, they just really can't engage. You know, truthfully, they almost need to have unicorn potential in every investment that they make. So all that matters here in the pitch is basically saying, let me show you why this will be a massive business. If it's not gonna be massive, you really have no chance with most funds. VCs may act approachable and quote value add, but unless you're building a big business, they really don't give a damn. They won't tell you this, and they might even take a meeting with you because that's the only way they can get to know you and see if you might have that massive business potential. Often they're meeting with you not to invest now, but way down the line, once your business is big or you've pivoted a few times and you're starting to figure things out. When it comes to angels, their motivations are a little bit different. Here, angels are often so early, it's impossible to know if a business can ever get huge. I typically work around this stage, and many times I've been asked, how do you know if it's a good investment? And while I have a few good or bad signs that I look for, the truth is I have absolutely no idea who will succeed. Usually the ones that I'm certain will be a smash success or out of business within a year. So I've stopped trying to act like I know, and I'm just patient to see where it goes. So when it comes to pitching angels, it's again more about that relevancy, but as part of that also saying to them, I want your unique experience and advice in building this. With this in mind, it's much better to ask for advice and help than it is to ask for money from the onset. More often than not, and if they like you, those advice sessions can quickly morph into a potential investment. This is really how I work. With the cold outreach emails that just ask for money, going right into the trash. And those asking for relevant advice, getting at least a consideration, and in some cases, an initial meeting. I mean, we're not a goddamn ATM machine. Please stop training us like one. Now I worry that I've just made you more depressed and perhaps made fundraising feel yet more obtainable. For that, I'm sorry, but someone had to tell it to you straight. But let me try and leave you with something a bit more helpful and something that I learned from another former 500 Startups colleague, Eddie Tai. When it comes to fundraising, he surmised things really well by saying to get funding, you have to win both the heart and the mind of the investor. That's really the big secret here and more fodder to why a single cold email will not get you there. To win the heart, that can take time. We really need to get to know you as a person first. And to win the mind, well, that probably also takes time, but more specifically, it takes data over time. We need to see the trend and the momentum of your business. So instead of sending these long shot single emails, start sending the investors that you want to work with 
quick monthly updates, those we would much rather see because it helps us see you progress. I'm going to do a future podcast on what these monthly update emails should look like, but at a high level, it really comes down to just three bullet points telling us what has happened, oh, and don't forget the data and metrics, and a sentence or two of where you might need some help. This is often called the ask, and it's a great way to get a new investor engaged in what you're doing. Uh, By the way, if you're not sending these monthly emails to existing investors, you should be doing that as well. That's something else founders are typically pretty bad at. So until then, I wish you much growth in your metrics, and for the love of God, please don't email me until you have that.